What's up, everybody? Welcome to Forgive and Forget. And my name is Hal Sadie, aka Halu. And today we have a special guest. His name is Agostino Zoida. He's a buddy of mine from my days in LA. And uh, let me tell you a bit about him. He's a comedian, a writer, actor, and podcast host. He is touring around the country right now. If you want to like get tickets for his tour dates, you go to AugustinoComedian.com slash tour. It's usually it's at the top. You, you just go to AugustinoComedian.com AugustinoComedian and then click on the button that says tour. The dates are June 27th at Folsom, California. Uh, uh, July 28th at Long Beach, California. And then he's doing a, a little, little residency for about a week. In Little Rock, Arkansas, August 31st to September 4th. And he's going to be in Omaha, Nebraska, September 15th. And in Lincoln, Nebraska, September 16th. Okay? So hit him, hit those up right there. And then follow him on Instagram and Twitter. His, his, both, of the, the, both of his handles are the same. Augustino Zoida. That's A-G-O-S-T-I-N-O-Z-O-I-D-A. And he's got his own podcast. It's called the Homeschooled Podcast, and uh, also he has a, a a bunch of other shows on his YouTube. So you can go to the the YouTube from his podcast page, okay? And uh, all that, it, we had a few technical difficulties in the beginning, and Zoom cut us off at the end. So you'll you'll see the, there's a little cutoff at the end, but it's just. Uh, I'm I'm telling you the stuff he was telling me. Okay, so that's that's where you go, and enjoy the show, people. Talk to you later. Bye bye. Hey, you guys. So I got my buddy Agostina Zoida with me. Like, welcome to the show, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing I'm doing good, man. <laughs> now we've got that whole like speaker situation. Yeah, we had a few technical difficulties in the beginning, but we we got we 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 pulled through. We did it. We survived. Okay. I was gonna ask you. Do you hear my fan? No, I don't hear anything, dude. Oh, okay. I just hear your your voice, man. It, 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 we got a heat wave here in LA this week, man. I'm like, I can't sit in the studio without, without that. <laughs> dude, the, the heat is getting crazy. Actually, surprisingly here where I'm at, there was like, there were like three days of just like, there was on Sunday, it was a 70 degree weather. Yesterday it was like 80s. And then today's in the 90s. But like, dude, normally around this time, it's like already over 100, like, just like around noon so I'm, I'm actually surprised yeah anyway anyway no more about the weather <laughs> uh dude so tell me a little bit like where did you grow up man like you're you're one of the actual angelinos like you're a legitimate angelino like what what part of la did you grow up in yeah i was born and raised uh, in la very rare um i am from the valley actually i, I i'm from sherman oaks okay yeah so like, <laughs> I guess like our, our claim to fame is, is probably uh, like, like Cobra Kai, <laughs> <laughs> like the Valley All Pros. Yeah, yeah. Karate yeah. tournament. Yeah, dude, that's crazy, dude. I'm very familiar with Sherman Oaks. Like, he, I lived in Burbank, which is like not that far away. Yeah. Um, so a very fun thing about you is uh, uh, you were homeschooled, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wasn't fun at the time. <laughs> uh, well, like you don't get to meet that many people who are homeschooled because 
I, I know you and then I know a couple of other guys and they, they were brothers. So like, it's kind of like the same person because they have the, you know, the, the same parents. Yeah. But, but like, I haven't met that many people who were homeschooled and you're all so different, right? Because it like, you know, a lot of it is about like your parents and stuff like that. But so tell me a little bit about that. Like, how well, was it? Homeschooled people didn't really meet a lot of people, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's why it's so rare like you're like oh i don't meet too many it's like yeah we don't meet too many people that's why. <laughs> <laughs> sorry i didn't mean to cut you off no 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 dude you're, no don't worry about it so well how, like just tell me a little bit about like how, how it was to be homeschooled um you, you know man i think i kind of hated it and i really felt left out when i was younger mm -hmm. uh, as an adult obviously i have a a, a different appreciation for it I, I, I appreciate the way i was raised um, you know, I think that happens when you get older, you just, you're like, I like who I am, you know what I mean? And, and you just yeah. like, if I didn't go through that. I wouldn't be this, you know, I mean, maybe, uh, maybe I would have been something better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like maybe I could have been like a lawyer. <laughs> you want to be stuck being a comic? Yeah. Like, I think I have a good mind to be a lawyer. Yeah. Like I'm really good at arguing. <laughs> that is true you you always make like like in your bits like you, i think you like kind of treat it like a like a like you're like presenting your case or something because you have like a bunch of arguments like to to uh to cover what you're talking about so i guess that makes sense yeah i always thought i could have been a good lawyer and like maybe if i wasn't homeschooled uh i don't know maybe i would have been a part of a program and then went into college but then you say that, but then there's a bunch of kids who are public school that they just make the decision not to go to college. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I don't know, but like, who knows? But you can't think of like what would have happened. I just have to think about what happened and, and yeah. where it led. I, I don't think I would be a stand-up comedian if I wasn't home. Really? Yeah. You don't think you would have had that bug just to, like, what, what was the first thing that made you think, man, I, I would actually like to do that? Um. I just grew up watching television and movies. Like I grew up on sitcoms, mm -hmm. not even like sitcoms that you would think people my age would want to watch. Yeah. Like my age, you would think like, oh, he's watching friends. No, like I'm not a, <laughs> no offense to anybody. I think I, I'm, I'm extremely surprised at the success of friends. Like I yeah. think that <laughs> is like not funny at all. And I, I, I don't know, like, it seems so inaccurate. Like I've tried many times to watch Friends. My wife really likes it, and I try to yeah. give it a good try. Yeah, I don't know anyone in real life like that. Like I don't know <laughs> six white people that all live in the same apartment yeah. building that have sex with each other, and they're all yeah. you know what I mean. Like it's just, and then they hang out in the coffee shop all day, and they're all white people in the coffee. Like what? New York? Yeah, in New York, right? <laughs> <laughs> like no Puerto Rican ever walked in. <laughs> It's New York City, man. Anyway, yeah. uh, I was getting at, I, was, I had a point. It's that <laughs> watching like stuff that my parents got me hooked on. I was like, I was just really into media, dude. I was really into movies and, sh and shows, mm -hmm. old stuff. I was watching like All in the Family. Okay. And, and, you know, I remember in North Hollywood, there was this, this old video store called Eddie Brandt's. Mm -hmm. And my parents had found out about it. And it was like, you can rent VHS tapes. But okay. it was not like a blockbuster. It was like a mom and pop shop. And the guy literally had copies of stuff that he had recorded like off television from okay. the, like he had a whole like 
store of this stuff and you can go there and you can rent a season of like Sanford and Sons. Really? Yeah. Okay. And my parents were always introducing us to movies and shows. And I think it had to do with being homeschooled. Like when you have kids who are always in the house, you put the TV on, (laughs) (laughs) you know, that's what you would do. And, and that's what, you know, what I would do is I, I would do school for a few hours in the daytime. And then as soon as it was over, I would just like pop on the TV, you know, those sitcoms, Power Rangers, Everybody Loves Raymond, All in the Family, yeah. and the movies. I really got into comedy when I was young. Like comedy movies are my favorite. Jim yeah. Carrey was like my idol growing up, you know. Same here, man. He like I I don't know if we talked about it and like at some point, but like he he was like one of my biggest inspirations. Like Ace Ventura, dude was like I, I was just like mimic it mimic that guy all over the place and just repeat everything um but so did you ever like want to become like an actor or something like that yeah 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 um like yeah dude like you said like we're, we were both like really influenced by jim carrey like he's like the mecca in the 90s he mm. was the king of comedy movies and then you know i would also impersonate him reenact him mimic his style of comedy just in my speech Mm. and then when i i discovered stand-up i was like this is awesome and then you go down the rabbit hole of going wait jim carrey did stand up first yeah you know I mean? yeah <laughs> and, uh you know things like that i was just i was i was like so hooked on all of it man and uh yeah i i i think that um i i definitely wanted to be an actor and i remember when i told my parents that my dad was like, "What you want to be like a like a hero? You want to be like an actor, <laughs> you know? like Stallone?" And I was like, "No, I want to be a comedian. Like I want to." Yeah. And at the time, I was young. When I said I wanted to be a comedian, I just thought an actor who's in funny movies. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a Jim Carrey and Adam Sandler, you know. Yeah. And when you, I, I later on, I would tell you how I discovered stand up. Um, <laughs> somebody who my father worked with. My mm-hmm. dad worked in a telemarketing room in, for the Daily News. Okay. And, he, and another dude who worked there was a comedian. And okay. Like, you know, I think, I don't want to say for sure. I don't even know where that guy is anymore, but I don't want to insult him, but I don't want to say for sure. But I think it was like a bringer situation. Okay. So he was, I must've been 11 years old and he's going around all his coworkers, mm-hmm. and, you know, come to my show, come to my comedy show, come to my comedy show. Yeah. So he's like, okay. And then my dad's like, can I bring my kids? <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, my, my youngest is 11. And he's like, yeah, bring them. Who cares? And so dude, you want to know where the comedy club was? Where? Don't tell me it was wow. the haha. Really? It was. Oh man. Yes, that's crazy. So the haha comedy club where you and I met. Yeah. Still existed back then, but I don't think it was a full-time comedy club. Okay. Where it goes is like they opened a Mexican restaurant first, mm-hmm. and then over time, um, people came in there thinking it was a comedy club. Really? Named Haha. Oh, so so they had the name before yes. even. Wow, that that explains the Haha Cafe now. I I because like yeah, you know, like my cafe. Yeah, that, I never understood why it had cafe, but it makes sense now. So but, they're they're kids. They, they're two kids together. Initials are H-A and H-A. Okay. So they named their cafe, their Mexican 
restaurant, Haha ha Cafe. Really? Um, these comedians, uh, Buddy Lewis and I forget who else, but they're still to this day very connected in the, I would, I would not to label anybody, but I would say the black community of stand-up. Mm-hmm. And they came in there going, is this a comedy club? And they're <laughs> in a restaurant. They go, oh, well, you want to do comedy here? You got this big room. Yeah. Like, sure. So at the time, it was kind of like a part-time Wednesdays we do comedy. Okay. Deal. And so that's, I don't think it was a full-time comedy club yet. And if you go to HaHa ha now, you see those pictures of Andrew Dice Clay on the yeah. wall. And uh, Eddie Murphy. That was yeah. the people these people were bringing really yeah so they got that level of talent just being a cafe those people who brought comedy there were really connected wow and they were looking for a place for people to work out okay and and you remember the haha where you and i started obviously yeah new location the old location you remember where the stage was yeah the other side of the stage was the back of the room was that little cave Mm -hmm. you sit back there comics just sit back there and go mics that was where the stage was Oh, really? And that little cave was there because that was a back room, like the, like the behind the stage where comics would come out. Yeah. So when I first went to the haha, I was 11 years old and I went to my dad's coworkers comedy show and that's, that, the stage was on that side. That's crazy, man. Yeah. And of course the haha is going to be the only club that's letting minors in. <laughs> 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 like they were pretty much just like, how old is this kid? They're like 11. And they're like, you're his guardian, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> just okay. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. Crazy, isn't it? That's crazy, man. So you were, you literally exposed like firsthand, like right. And it's funny that you later on worked at the haha. Did, did, did you ever think of like, oh, I'm going to work here one day or no? Never. Never. I wow. did not think that. Um, I would. <laughs> I did think to myself after leaving there that night, like I was very impressed by the different variety of comedians that I saw. I had an amazing time, my first ever live experience. And I did think several times after that, that how cool would it be if I was a stand-up? Yeah. I thought that, and then I really got into stand-up after that. I started watching specials, which at the time we didn't have specials really. They didn't yeah. Have, it was like an HBO thing. Half, half hour thing or whatever. Yeah. And I remember watching Bill Cosby himself. Remember mm-hmm. his special called himself? Uh, I, I know of it. I haven't seen it. You've never seen it? Oh no, my God, dude. dude. I think it's probably, I mean, say what you want about Bill Cosby. If yeah. You today. Yeah. Man is a brilliant. I mean, stand up. The like setting aside everything else as a comedian, he is one of the like yes. Mount Rushmore. Right. So it's hard to like, it's very hard to, to, to disconnect the artist from the person and if yeah. you look at who a person is and you hear the bad things they've done you have to kind of i mean look at michael jackson yeah you know, people still listen to his music he's a great yeah. artist yeah but he did horrible things mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that, that's why i haven't watched the documentary <laughs> no right you don't it's gonna ruin you're like i'm never gonna be able to listen to michael ever again yeah you know what i do is i listen to michael jackson's songs but covers there's some okay. things that do really good covers. <laughs> I'm like, I can still listen to Billy Jean. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you like, you know, like one person moved away from him, kind of. So like you can, you, you can feel yeah. good about yourself. <laughs> Weezer does a great Billy Jean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm pretty That's... sure that, uh, what's his name? Cobain. What's his name? Uh, Chris Cobain. What's his name? The guy. Yeah. Kurt hey. Cobain? 
Yeah, yeah. Kurt Cobain. Sorry, not Chris. Yeah, Kurt Cobain. He does a cover, I think, as well. Really? Uh, yeah. Wow, I, have, so, I, I need yeah, to look this up. Cosby, he, dude, I've seen him live and he's blown me away. Yeah. He, he does two hours, no opener. Comes out, sits in the chair, two hours. Murders. Brilliant comedy like I've never heard in my life. Yeah. Like if I would, like Chappelle would probably be scared to follow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, yes. Mount Rushmore. His special called himself. Okay. I'll, I'll look it up. It's probably the reason I'm a stand-up. Really? Okay. Yeah. That special Did- is unbelievable. I, I saw Cosby live like maybe like a few months before like his stuff started breaking out. But like I I I went there like at the right time, right? Dude, it, like it was like you said, two hours of just nothing, and then he just sits down. And from what I've heard, he had multiple sets of like two like multiple two hour sets. And I was like, how does he have that much material? Yeah. But I mean, when you're that prolific though. And it's all brilliant. Yeah. It's all brilliant. Where did you see him? I forget the name. It's like some sort of amphitheater in uh, like an hour outside of LA. I think like uh, Pacific Oat Oaks or something like that. I forgot the name of it, dude. I, I got a, I still have the, t- like I, like every like actual like comedy show I've been to, like I saved the stub. So if I really okay. dig through it, I'll, 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 I'll send you the, the, send you like after i'll post it on the show notes or something like the, the where i went okay. to see him but yeah, it was dude, like keep those yeah. like keep dude that's a dying breed that's a you know what i mean because every ticket is electronic now yeah so yeah, if you dude. throw on ebay like tom brady signed super bowl tickets are worth mm-hmm. more than like a tom brady football wow There's really no more tickets wow that's crazy man it's that all is- like, you know what are you gonna do? Print out a QR code? <laughs> I do. Sign it. I always print like when when they do like the the print at home thing. I always print it and I and I always keep it, dude, because it's I don't know that it's something important to me. It's cool, yeah. Yeah. I did that for years of my movie stubs. Yeah. I would keep. Oh them wow, you you kept the movie stubs too? If it's a movie I really liked, I still and I would buy the movie when it came out on, on DVD, mm-hmm. and I would put the stub inside the. Oh, that, dude, that's really cool. Yeah, just the other day I watched a movie. I went to my little bookshelf and I go, I feel like watching this. And yeah. I was like, hey, there's my stub from 2005. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fun. Do, do you go back to watch a lot of movies? Yes. Yeah? My favorite, dude. What, what's what's your favorite movie? Well, I don't know if you if, if uh, it's too narrow. Like, give me your top five. I mean, to, Back to the Future mm-hmm. as, as, as a trilogy is up there for me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Point Break, okay, probably top five. Okay, um, but I'm also really into like dramatic, heavy movies. Mm-hmm. Like I really, you would think comedian, you know, yeah, he's always like, you know, do you like this? And I'm like, no. They're like, how don't you like that? I'm like, I don't <laughs> watching silly shit constantly. Yeah, I yeah. like dramatic stuff. Like The Godfather's on my list. Okay, it uh, Inception. Yeah, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, all, all good. Everything good so far. Yeah. Don't disappoint me, dude. Uh, Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, that's that's great. In my 30s, I'm super Tarantino. I think he's my favorite director. Yeah, dude, he's amazing. Like, I've never seen anything that he's made that sucks. Like, mm-hmm. people, I've heard people say that the the Hateful Eight isn't good. 
But dude, I, I love that movie, man. It's like I a disagree. Yeah, Hateful Eight is was it's like it's like a verbal chess match, you know? Like yes. it's like something's going on in the background over here, and they're talking, but you don't like something else is. I don't know, dude. I it, I don't know if it's because like I had such low expectations when I when I watched it because people were shitting on that movie so much, yeah. and then I watched it. I'm like, dude, I don't know what they're talking about. This is amazing, but I I really liked it. I thought it was awesome. I don't know why people, I mean, I mean, maybe they're comparing it to like Pulp Fiction or something or Kill Bill, but it's like, it's a good movie. I mean, yeah. I'd say his worst movie, which is still not even bad, is worst, uh, Death Proof. Uh, dude, his worst movie is much better than any yeah. <laughs> top tier movie right now, man. It's just. That's true. That's true. Yeah, Death Proof is not his best it's not the most entertaining but it's still pretty good yeah i haven't seen that one i think it's on netflix yeah okay i'll I'll have to look give it a and he's in it right like he actually acts in it i think he has a small part okay i mean it's probably yeah death death proof is probably the worst i mean sure i mean maybe hateful eight is towards the bottom but it's yeah it's still good it's still good. good yeah yeah i think the top is like pulp fiction reservoir dogs um personally i love once upon a time in hollywood i love it too dude it's i i don't i i understand why people have a problem with it to me that movie is like wow like it's, it, yeah. it's perfect dude that ending is amazing i, I know <laughs> it's so good man yeah. i have a poster of it in my wall i've watched it i think two or three times in theaters yeah it's not a short movie <laughs> no dude it's like at least three hours long yeah i was just talking i was driving here i told mm-hmm. you i'm gonna drive to my studio right and yeah record. while i was driving i was talking to my mom i was talking about my july plans because i tour a lot and i was telling mm-hmm. her that i'm taking july off i just really don't want to go anywhere i want to stay home yeah and her and she was like oh you know your birthday's in july like you know are you gonna go somewhere for your birthday i'm like i just want to stay home and I go, you know what I want to do for my birthday is I go, I want to, um, I go, I want to go to Casa Vega, which, <laughs> which is like, uh, the famous Mexican restaurant that they show in. It's featured in Hollywood. Okay. And if you go there, there's a booth that's called Tarantino's booth. It's got his plaque on it. Really? And it's, it's where they filmed that scene of him and Brad Pitt and Leo and wow. then a picture on the wall of like Tarantino holding the camera mm-hmm. really close up on the two of them. Yeah. Like, that's like my favorite Mexican restaurant in the Valley. Yeah. And that's it. That's what I want to do. I just want to go yeah. sit there and eat. I yeah. don't walk there from my house. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man. That's, that's another, like, I, I don't know if people that actually have lived in LA, I, I appreciate that movie a lot more, dude. Cause like, I, it's like, Oh man, I've been there. Oh, that's pretty like, like, Oh, that looked a lot different than what it does look now and stuff like that. So like you get to see things like that, which is really, it, it is like a love letter to LA, right? So, yeah, they nailed um, it. Um, so do you remember kind of in the beginning of the movie, Brad Pitt lives in that um, motor home, mm-hmm. which is behind the drive-in theater? Yeah. That's where my family went to drive-in movies when I was a kid. Really? Yeah, the Van Nuys drive-in. That's and crazy, man. That sign isn't there anymore. Wow. You know, brought it back. Like, it's an exact replica. Like, that's how it looked when I was a kid. It was crazy. 
That's amazing, man. See, like the level of detail that he, yeah, dude, I'm getting goosebumps right now. The level of detail that he went, like in every movie he does, but just the level of detail he has just to like recreate certain things. It's, it's kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> let's, uh, let's uh, move on from, from this. Uh, because I, I remember you used to, I don't know if you have it recorded or not, but you used to have a bit where uh, you were talking about how you used that your mom always made you do like sing the national anthem <laughs> what, like at, at home. Yeah. Could you expand on that a little bit? <laughs> yes. Yes. So this, I should bring this bit back because it's nowhere. It's not oh, really special. I just recorded and it's not on my first album. Oh, dude. No, you got, you definitely got to bring, that was a great bit, man. You should definitely bring Thank that you. back. I always felt it, it wasn't done. Mm-hmm. That's why I was constantly working on how to make it work. I, but I think that I should try to build on it now. So yeah, yeah so the in, in the bit, I described being homeschooled and my mom would make us sing the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag <laughs> every morning before we began. Me and my sister standing there in the kitchen, you know, <laughs> dude, that's a true story. And we really did. I think it's the punchline, but it's the truth. We really had a little American flag. Yeah. You know, the ones on the stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put in plants. We had like one of those in like a in like a vase <laughs> windowsill. And we had to face it. Oh man, that's so funny. <laughs> I, I can't. I'm trying I can't, to keep it real. <laughs> dude, I can't imagine what it would be like to actually homeschool your children. Like having your kids home all day, like. You and I don't have kids, and I think they're like we're like, man, that just having to deal with kids all the time is gonna be, you know, a lot of work. Yeah. And just the fact that your parents decided, no, no, we're we're gonna not only are we gonna you know do this, but we're gonna like actually educate these kids. And <laughs> um, you should have to take a test to see if you can homeschool your kids. Yeah, that do that. That's a lot of work. Did, were, qualify. and my parents had four kids four kids and all of them homeschooled my oldest sister was not homeschooled un- until she was like 15 16 she was public school and then got into some trouble at school whoa which made my parents homeschool her and then the rest of us were homeschooled our, no, our you're family. not you little sis you're not getting into trouble anymore exactly yeah wow. and then uh, and then she kind of like, you know, just didn't even go to college. She was already like 16. So she had two more years anyway. But the rest of us were completely homeschooled. Wow. My, and they're different ages. So my, so besides her, my other two sisters above me are all two years apart. So it's like two years, two years, two years. So my mom is teaching three different kids, three different grades. Wow, dude. I can't imagine the amount yeah, of work yeah. that you have. And, and you know, and... This is why I think that we should and can one day have a female president. <laughs> like someone's mom. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? It needs to be like these women. And my mom had a job. And, so you're, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Hold on a minute. Your mom had a job and she yeah. taught four kids. What? The, yeah. What did she do for work? She worked for a bank called Washington Mutual, which is now JP Morgan. Okay. And, but I think I've heard of that bank though. Yeah. Has it like, did, did they merge like recently and like in the past 10 years? 
No, it's been longer than that. Longer than that? I've heard that name, dude. Yeah, so she worked in like a call center for the bank. Um, so she had different hours, sometimes nighttime, sometimes okay. morning. And when she did morning, you know, she would kind of give us our assignments to do for the day. And then mm -hmm. as soon as she left, I would half-ass it and then go watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what a kid does. Uh, did, yeah. did your dad ever, like, do any of the, the teaching? Very rarely. He yeah. did. He tried a couple of times and he really didn't have patience like my yeah. mom did. Yeah. He would kind of like punish us. <laughs> you know, when you're a kid, you get in trouble. Your dad punishes you. Yeah. But he would punish us if he thought we weren't paying attention or if we got the answer wrong, which must have meant we weren't paying attention. You know, yeah. he, he just wouldn't really have patience. But yeah. uh, and we would hate it. <laughs> like, all right, well, I'm going to help out today. And I'd be like, oh, like he hated it, too, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, we're like, oh, I think that's a part of the bit too. Like, we were like, oh, we got dad today. <laughs> like he was a substitute teacher. You should definitely revisit that bit, man. Like, you should. 13 years of doing stand up, and like, now you, you got a, like a ton of perspective now that you can definitely bring oh. that home. And whenever I tell people I'm homeschooled, they're like, how come you don't have a bit about it? Because I've, I've always, I've never been able to make the bit work without it being cheesy. Mm. Like when you think of someone homeschooled, your brain goes to the obvious things that you would make fun of about it. You know, like, uh, you know, he went to prom with his sisters one, <laughs> you know, his sports team was, you know, in the backyard, things like that. Too easy, yeah. too hacky, too cheap. Yeah. And I've always tried to be very original with it and yeah. too obscure, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I, other than yours, I don't think I've actually heard a, a homeschool bit, you know, like, it's not like a common topic. Do you know Edie Gibson, the comedian? No. She used to, she wouldn't go as often as you, but she would sometimes go to the open mic at HaHa, and, and mm -hmm. she's a comic who lives out here. She's dating to Nick Guerra. You know Nick Guerra? I've heard, I've heard of him. I think so. Yeah, they date. Uh, she was homeschooled. She's like the only other comedian I've ever met that Okay. And she has a joke about it, but obviously nothing about like the American flag. It's very specific. yeah, yeah. So it's a different upbringing, right? So uh -huh. like just that that alone makes the, like the bit original. Just like yeah. every parent is different. Um, By the way, Hal, I got to give you a heads up because we're recording on my end. Yeah, and I got that stupid forty-minute limit, and we got yeah. like a minute and a half left. Okay, that's that's all right. Well, we'll 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 begin to wrap it up, um, dude. Uh. So much fun catching up with you. Anything like you want to like, um, so you're taking uh, July off. Uh, what, 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 uh, tell me like, well, just plug whatever you need to plug, like what your, your, your social, your, your shows and, yeah, and so your podcast. This, um, this Monday, the 27th, it's not a great day for comedy. Like Monday I'm going out guys, we're doing like a kickoff the summer, right? Show okay. outdoor theater in okay. Fulcrum. Okay. It holds like 150. Okay. So far we're at like 90 sold. Okay. So I'm super pumped that it's probably going to sell out and it's an outdoor theater. It's nice. like, it's going to be amazing summer weather at night. Okay. So come out. It starts at eight. So you have time to come after work okay. and it's only a 90 minute. I believe in the 90 minute comedy show. Yeah. We'll get you out of there by nine 30. You're home by 10. Mm -hmm. and uh so that's in Folsom California which is technically like the Sacramento area okay if you're at augustinocomedian.com um and then uh 
I'm going to try to take off in July, August. I'm going, I got Little Rock, Arkansas. Um, and, and then in September, I'm going to Omaha and Lincoln, Nebraska. Everything's at AugustinoComedian.com. What's your social? Augustino Zoida on Twitter and Instagram. And TikTok is Augustino Comedian. And Facebook uh, is a bunch of relatives that I don't wish to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> and real quick, uh, your podcast, what's the name of your podcast? I have homeschool podcast, which is like. That's it for the show, you guys. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe. And if you want to follow me on the interwebs, I am at Halu2 on Instagram, K H A L U2. And I am Halu.vision on TikTok, K H A L U.vision. I also have tonight, uh, Thursday, June 23rd. If you're listening tonight before the show, that I have a show at Zion Brewery, Zion Brewery Station 2. It's in St. George at 9 p.m. And this Saturday, I also have a show at the Blues Cats Rock and Roll Grill, 9 p.m. The doors open at 8. Show starts at 9. I'll see you all there. Bye. Yay, yay, yay.